All right, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of Have a Cup of Tin, the podcast. Again, my name is Tin, and I will be your podcast host. To be honest with you, I am so nervous right now. So I don't know if you can hear it from my voice, but since it's it's like the first time, I guess we all have to start somewhere. And uh, please bear with me if I uh, sometimes I get lost or like I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, anyway, I would like to formally introduce my first ever guest speaker for the podcast and i'd like to tell everybody you know when i was um planning or when i when the the podcast was just an idea of mine i am not gonna lie he is the first person that i could think of as my very first guest in fact he was one of the very one of the few people that i told about this wild idea that i have so I have here um, the founder of Rave Studio Indoor Cycling and Circuit, the brand builder, and a good friend of mine, Ian Villarreal. Club, welcome to the show, Ian. Hi, how are you? <laughs> hi, hi. Good evening. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. As you know, we both have a very, we both had a very long day, <laughs> but of course, thank you so right. much for, um, for accepting this invitation i know he was telling me that um he doesn't want to no not really that you don't want to do it but like there's just so much pressure to be the first one doing it but here he is he can't do anything about my request so there you go i have known ian for a long time we've known each other maybe for a year actually but ever since then we've been very good friends and uh like he is going to be my go-to person if i wanted to share anything but of course, I wanted to hear your side. Um, tell us more about Ian Villarreal, the main. Well, as Tim um, already mentioned, so I, I guess what really, uh, what really made us closer was uh, when I founded Rave Studio. So uh, Tim works with me, works very closely with me, and I, I would say that she's really one of the first people that I told about my plan of building a studio and she has been there with me ever since the beginning so i'm uh very very much uh you know grateful for for her in helping me set up Reeve studio I, I wouldn't say i'm the only one who made it possible uh there are a lot of people behind me a lot of people uh supporting me uh family friends and uh of course Finn has always been there every step of the way so uh on the side uh, I actually uh, I'm a full-time marketing professional. So as Tin already mentioned, so uh, I'm into uh, brand building. I'm, I'm in um, FMCG marketing. So that's uh, more or less my expertise. I've been in uh, brand marketing for eight years. So that's uh, really my full-time job. And uh, Reeve Studio is something that's more of a passion project for me. And I'm uh, so happy that we're able to touch uh, touch the lives of more people uh, with Lake Studio. That is, yeah, that is so true. The reason why um, I invited Ian to be my first speaker is because, like what he said, we are very close and we share the same love for Rave Studio. Ever since day one, we are both there. I mean, I tried my best to at least help him when he when he was still planning it. Now, we're going to talk more about Rave Studio in a bit. Because I want Ian to share um, 
everything like entrepreneurial skills and everything that he had to use to put up this business that uh, I really admire him about. Because Ian, you're like 28, right? Or 29? Yes. 20. Oh my God, I'm sorry for bringing your age. But the reason why <laughs> is because, <laughs> no, if you think about it, I, I don't... Uh, can you imagine by 28 you have your own business, a successful business? Like, I, I, ako, I would not see myself being there. I mean, I'm 27. I still hope I would have my own business anytime soon. But that's one thing that I admire the most about him, especially when he pitched me the rave. And I was like, how young are you to actually build your own business? Sobrang lakas ng loob mo. But um, like I said, we're gonna talk about more about Rave Studio in a bit. But you know, as a, what I want to ask, which I haven't really asked you ever since, um, did you actually see yourself as becoming um, a brand? Uh, what was that? Brand builder, or like how did it all start? Because this is your full time job, right? And as a brand builder, yeah. what do you normally for the company? Okay, so uh, when I started my career in URC, so it's a local company, so if you're familiar with the Jack and Jill brand, so I mm -hmm. started my career with them. And uh, actually, I, I, my university degree was uh, Applied Economics. I'm not sure if you know about that, but <laughs> I graduated Applied Economics. So, Honestly, I was going to say, okay. like, did you study marketing? Because I finished marketing, see? Okay, so you finished Applied economics. So I, I finished applied economics, and uh, while I was looking for my first job, uh, most of my batchmates were going to banks, going to you know other financial institutions, and I, I figured I don't think I can do that for the rest of my life. So I don't see yourself I, doing I that. Figured, I figured, I figured that I wanted to try marketing. So. Uh, fortunately, when I uh, when I was looking for a job, I got uh, an invitation to be part of this. Uh, it's like a two-day boot camp with with a company, and uh, they were uh, considering me for a marketing role. And back then, I just wanted a job basically, so I took the opportunity. And then that's when I realized that uh, marketing is really for me. It, it's something that I I wanted to do, and the re the reason why is because. Uh, Marketing has allowed me to, to have an ownership of a of a company's product or service, mm -hmm. and it uh it I'll be able to take care of it as if it's my own business, and that's what I actually love about uh marketing, and I am sure uh the the listeners who are also marketing professionals would agree with me that exactly, and you know what I think the best part about having this background is you know when you are ready when you are ready to put up your own business. You already have this this knowledge of okay, how am I supposed to do it, and how am I supposed to market my business? So I think that's that's really an advantage that you have, and no no wonder why Rave Studio is very you know we're successful. We can start talking about Rave now. I have a few questions that I have prepared. Some of it you know, but some of it are surprise. So. Um, <laughs> This is what I wanted to know. I think I think I would know the answer, but I'd like to to ask you still. Where did you um, get the idea of putting up Rave Studio, or how? What when when was the time that you realized that I want to have my own studio, or uh, did you ever was it specifically indoor cycling studio, or did you ever think of other studios? But where did you actually get that idea? 
uh, well, I, I guess uh, everybody wanted to have their own business, right? So back then, I just wanted to have my own business. I never thought that I would be in the fitness industry. I never mm-hmm. thought that, you know, it's nothing very specific. I just know that I wanted to put up my, my own business. And uh, back in April 2019, that was the first time that I took my first ever cycling class. So uh, obviously, it was with uh, another studio. Uh, I fell in love with it on my, uh, I think on my third class. That's when uh, when I fell in love with 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 the uh, with indoor cycling. And my third ever instructor is Tim. I knew so, you were gonna uh, say that. I would always, uh, I would always uh, tell her. I would always tell Tim that uh, I fell in love with indoor cycling because of her. And oh. from from that day that I had her class, I never stopped talking about it. Uh, I think that's that's where the idea of Rave Studio came in. Uh, fitness should be accessible to uh, to everyone. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's why I decided to start. You know, at first it was just a passion project. My mm-hmm. the the market the marketer in me just wanted to to try if I'm gonna put up my own, how I'm gonna do it. So I started. Uh, looking at prices, I started looking at suppliers, started asking for, uh, looking for spaces, asking for rent. Just, you know, I, I was just, honestly, I was just really picking my curio- uh, curiosity there. Like I wanted, a research, I basically. If you can yeah, pull it I, off. I was doing a research, but but at, at first, it wasn't really, an, it wasn't, I wasn't Like a sure thing. It. Yeah, it wasn't really a sure thing, but I just wanted I just wanted to know if it's gonna work. Yeah. I, I guess uh, that that's that's what kept me going. And mm-hmm. while I was, you know, doing my research, for some reason, slowly things are going right into uh, things are going falling into, into right place. Way. They're falling into place. Like uh, suddenly, I've met with a with a supplier for bikes. Suddenly, I was able to find a good deal for my space, and it feels it suddenly felt like. The universe is directing me to actually yeah. open up my own school. That's I when think your I subconscious started. mind was sending it to the outside, to the outside, to the universe, and then the universe is like directing it back to you. It's like the law of attraction. So, dude, it's a law of attraction because you were scheduling bikes, you were researching. So, but you, you believe in that, right? Whatever the subconscious mind thinks, right, it right. sends, it sends, and then it goes back to you. So now it's happening. But okay, keep going. Sorry. Right. Right, right. So, so uh, I was, you know, I, at first I was just doing, uh, I was just researching about it at my own time, just for leisure. Just wanted to know if it's gonna work, if it's, you know, of course it's a business, if it's gonna be profitable. And yeah. if I'm gonna do it, how will I make Rave Studio different from other studios? Because there are already other studios out there. So, that's uh, you know, that, that's part of it. You know, when Ian pitched this, um, the Rave Studio, when he was trying to 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 get me on board this was the vision that he <laughs> told me about <laughs> remember those times here's the background okay i was going through a lot during that time like uh career wise i was i was in a very uh bad situation and then all of a sudden there's ian we only met for about three months i think <laughs> You're not know, mistaken. <laughs> he was. I'm not sure if it was through message or it was in person. No, it was. He sent me a message. I did not reply. And then he attended my class. 
And then he, I told him, I will tell you my answer at the elevator. And then the elevator is like a secret spot where you can just talk. So we were there. And then I told him, I am not interested. <laughs> I'm like, I am not joining. <laughs> I told him, I am not joining. And the thing is, we only met for three months. Okay, like, I don't even know why I would say yes to you. And second, and second I cannot really disclose to him what's going on with my life and that's basically the only reason why i said no to him like if i am if i wasn't going through a lot during that time i would have said yes in a snap but i know i was in a very bad position and changing studios it, it was not the most ideal for me so i knew right then and there that the answer was no and that's what i told him but you know what i don't know what happened i'm still i'm part of Ray studio okay, now so. very persistent. <laughs> yes. that's what i was gonna say he was very persistent he was presenting me information like oh the bikes are gonna be nice oh we are going to to um to put it in this place blah 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 and i just i just keep nodding whenever he says that i'm like oh, okay that's good that's nice if ever that happens i'll be there to attend the class <laughs> i was just that friend being supportive but i never said yes to him to be honest with you guys okay so uh we're gonna i wanted to ask what was the hardest part when you were putting up grade what was the biggest challenge that you had that you had well uh i, I think the, the the biggest challenge would uh for me getting instructors i am no instructors it's it's something that i won't be able to do for the business so it's uh you, you know i i believe that uh, fit, fitness industry relies a lot on instructors. So mm -hmm. the, the instructors are very much at the center of it, at the heart of any studio or any fitness center out there. So I think that was the hardest part. And I know the right people who can help me. That's why I've been very persistent with PIN. So I, I, I am not just looking for people who are, you know, already established and are already credible um, in the industry, I wanted people who I can trust and people mm -hmm. who I can rely on. And I, I really know um, Tin is the, is the best person for it. Because uh, as I said earlier, I fell in love with indoor cycling because of her. So I wanted uh, other people to have the same experience and, you know, to have the same life-changing experience such, uh, such as me. So I was very persistent in convincing her to uh, help me with the studio to, to, to help me uh, to help me put up rave but but uh, she, she was right she, she she wasn't lying she she didn't say yes to me at first no <laughs> I'm hard to get <laughs> but 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 of course I, I am I understood now you, you might I'm sure you had reasons back then so uh, I, I was also exploring other options but uh, I sometimes Sometimes for for entrepreneurs, you have uh, a lot of gut feel. So if your gut is telling you, my gut was telling me that it's Tim who, who should be on board with me, with with oh studio. So I I was really very very persistent. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. So wow, the spotlight is on me and I'm shy. But you know, I, we can we can tell. I wanted to tell. I wanted to share what actually happened, because you know what, I am not supposed to be. Um, we can say it like I'm not supposed to be the program director of Rave Studio, and we both know that since day one. 
he offered it to me. Ian offered it to me several times. He said, uh, I want you to be my head instructor. And I kept, it sounded so good, especially for me that I was just starting my career in fitness. I would have grabbed that opportunity in a snap. And any person that but that's being offered that position would grab it in a snap, right? Because you cannot just let go of those kind of offers. But as it, as good as it sounds, I still said no. I'm, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I told him, um, I think I am a good instructor. Yes, I agree with that. And I try to. But giving me the title of becoming a head instructor, I don't think I am ready for that. And I don't really want to disappoint you or to disappoint myself. And to basically for people to think now, why is she your head instructor? Like she doesn't have any credentials at all. That was, I think that was one of the things that scared me the most. And I feel like there are other people who deserved it more than me. And that's what I told Ian. So I said, like, if I would be on board, I just want to be your instructor. And then, you know, if, if the opportunity comes in again, maybe in a year or two, then okay, I will accept it. Maybe by that time, I'll be more confident. So I told Ian, I will be on board. If, only if, if you're going to sign up this instructor that I have in mind, I want her to be the head instructor because I want to work with her. You remember that, right? That was my only yes. deal with him. Like, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump to your boat if you sign her up. And if you don't, do not expect anything from me. So that's what I said. <laughs> now, Ian, the persistent Ian made an appointment with this person that I want to work with. And then she, he made a meeting with a person. And after the meeting, Ian picked me up from my office. And then he said, um, Tin, I signed her up. She's going to be the head instructor. And then I was like, really? And then he said, oh, really? I will sign her up because that's what you want to be on board, right? So we were at the car. We were driving back to passing from BGC to passing. And then he said, if you say yes, I'm going to call the contractor. I'm going to call the supplier. I'm going to call everybody that I need to call just to tell them that we are ready to go. So I was like, oh my God, there's just so much pressure in me. And then I said, fine, Ian. But so long as you assure me that you sign her up, let's do it. And then right then and there, when I said yes, Ian was like calling the bike supplier. I remember you called um, Ayala 30 at the, 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 the contract, the lease, the ones who were doing the lease. And then you said like, uh, send me the contract. I will sign it. I will sign it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, he's really doing it. And then he called the bike supplier. And then, yeah, send me the bikes. I'm going to pay for the down payment. And then send me, uh, we're going for this, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Now tell me what happened. <laughs> tell me what happened there. Because like I said, I am not supposed to be where I am right now. But like shit happens. And then it just puts you into the position. What happened okay, there? So uh, all of a sudden, like maybe, maybe after two or three weeks, uh, I, I think it's okay to say, right? That, that the... That the uh, I think at that point I also uh, you know it was also uh, I was also able to assess 
uh, more or less if she's really right fit for the studio and if, if she's really right fit for the vision of the studio. So so I guess it was more or less a blessing in disguise as well because, you know, uh, looking back, I feel like she's, she, she's good. She's in terms of credentials, in terms of expertise, in terms of experience. But uh, I, I figured if I wanted to take uh, the, the studios, uh, I, I wanted to take Rave Studio towards a different direction, uh, I need to make sure that the head instructor would be on, be on board the same page. with me yeah. on that vision. So, Correct, yeah. Uh, then, then I had a backup. So uh, this time, uh, uh, it's a male instructor in terms of credentials. He was also very, very good. Uh, so we we had several meetings, and we were really supposed to uh, already start with with our with our training. And uh, this instructor, because he's already very popular in the field, also brought in a lot of instructors uh, and recommended a lot of instructors. Oh, they shot right. I think last. Last minute, uh, when uh, I had a meeting with this instructor, we were supposed to sign contracts already. And last minute, we had to handle a lot, uh, a lot of other things. And uh, I was thinking also, looking back, that he may also not be the right fit for the studio. But but you know, things like this happen, right? When when you're coming up with with a uh, with a business, when you're coming up with uh, you know a new product or a new service, there are also a lot of uh, hiccups along the way. Mm -hmm. So I've always believed that uh, th this one I really believe in that that God would always lead me to the right people or to the right uh, you know right places. And then Ian was like telling me, "Tin, there's just no right person to do the job. It's only you." <laughs> <laughs> I that's what he was saying. It's a blessing in disguise. And then, yun na nga, parang if, if something is meant to happen, kahit anong gawin mo, it would really happen. And then we both said na parang, actually what I told him is that, Ian, it's not, a, it's not as if I have a choice. We are in this position already. So, okay, I'm gonna do it. Supposedly, I'm just an instructor, but okay, I'm gonna be your program director. So right then and there, it was also um, all of a sudden for me, like I started preparing all the training modules, all the grading sheet, the audition. I, I, was, I was the one filtering the instructor. So it was all of a sudden, but I was enjoying the entire process. I feel like I was not prepared. I feel my, my mind was not prepared, but my heart was there. And... Uh, like what you have said, it was really meant for me. I think ready, I was ready, just that I was scared. But since I was already in that position, I have no other choice but to prove to myself that we both can do it. So that's the thing. And yeah, then, I know, I know. I, because I remember you keep on telling me that you're, you're, you know, you're, you're very scared to do it. And then, I mean, it's okay. You, you, you told me you were just starting as an instructor. And, mm -hmm. Com compared to the other uh, options that I had mm -hmm. uh, at first, but I, I feel like uh, the th those uh, prospects for to be a head coach before were really not meant to be to be the program director or the head coach for Rave Studio because uh, I don't know if you remember I, I told you that I fell in love with cycling because of you and then, and then I just wanted you to create a lot of you. <laughs> through the other instructors as well. That's why I, I wanted you to be a program director. Shout <laughs> um, To be honest, um, I don't have any credential for them. However, I was confident that I can pull it off because I have um, 
I always tell this to people. I have I can judge people easily. So if it's just um, breeding new instructors and finding new instructors, I was so confident that I can do that. Um, yeah, we did it. That's why the end of last year was like extremely busy for 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 both of us. Like, we have to do the training, long hours of training, like six hours to eight hours of training, because we it was it remember it was um about about to go December twenty five, and we were still yeah, training. Yeah, I remember. Like it remember. took we so much. We would be the one to open. We would be the one to open the mall. We would also be the one to close to the close mall. The mall. <laughs> <laughs> and it was exhausting, swear to God. Like, even on Sundays, we worked so hard. Like, literally, we don't rest. There's no such thing as rest day during that time. Like, every day we hustle. We were both juggling our full-time job. And then after the full-time job, then our focus was on the rave because we wanted to make sure that once we officially launch early this year, we have done everything we can and we make sure to train the instructors the way we want us to present them to the public. So that's what we were really working so hard. But you, really, you really saved my life there because, you know, uh, I one thing that I really like about Tin, even if she would always say now that she, she wasn't ready back then, she, she was very scared, but she's really a go-getter and when she told me that she's gonna do it, she really made sure she she really did it basically, and she wasn't half-hearted. His foot was his one foot was not out of the door when she said she's gonna do it. She really made sure, she really did it basically. So it's very easy to rely on her. That's why I think we're we're really able to pull that off. I remember December was really really tough for us. It I, was I, supposedly we were supposed to finish everything before Christmas, but we felt the need to. To continue with the training after Christmas. Imagine Christmas Day, December twenty-five. On the twenty-sixth, we are back on training, and we were like <laughs> telling everybody, "Please bear with us. We really need to do this." And then twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, up until the end of December, we were also dedicated to train. Remember that it was insane, but yes. it was the best part actually of the process. You know those hard works, those those times. We would always reminisce um, up until uh, rave exists in the industry, and I, I'm, I'm sure it will exist forever. But this is basically like the humble beginnings that we had to go through. Like I think it's a very interesting part to share to everybody because it's not easy to put up a business, right? And uh, these are the challenges that you have to go through. And like what you have said, in when you're a startup company you always need to make sure that you have the right people on board. And also, I'd like to give credit to all the instructors that we have. Like if you are going to, if the listeners will meet our senior instructors, they're all nice people. They are really, that's one of the things that I'd like to brag. We have the best instructors. We train the best instructors and they're the best fit for the vision that we have. And, you know, one day they're going to listen I think in the next few days they're gonna listen and I hope they don't cry. But yes. <laughs> These are the best instructors that we have. Um so thank you for that. But I have one more question. So tell me what is so unique about Brave Studio? Well, you know, uh when when I started Brave Studio at first uh, I just wanted to offer uh, a more accessible indoor cycling studio for, for everyone. But that that's just the surface. Basically, I my, my, my goal is really to build a community who are 
passionate about indoor cycling. And I think uh, ever since we opened early this year and until now, we are able to continue to do it. And of course, I couldn't speak uh, about other studios, but mm -hmm. what uh, we are doing for Rave Studio is we're not just very much focused on the relationship uh, relationship between the instructor and, and our community. We're really focused on building a, a community of all of all our uh, writers in, in the studio. Yes. And uh, you, you, you would see a lot of our you know clients who who have discovered a friend in the studio as well eventually at, at first they were going by by themselves and then eventually they are uh, already going together bringing also friends, friends correct and, and that's that's really that's really the the vision for rave and that's all, uh, always been what we uh, what i wanted uh to, to do with rave studio and to, to bring people together and uh what we what i want for rave to be is an escape uh, from reality so mm -hmm. like like all rave parties right so rave parties you know the 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 reason why we call it rave studio is because aside from making the workout feel like a rave party in in most rave parties people go to rave parties because it's an escape for them so it's a place where they can be themselves no judgments and they can forget about the realities in life mm -hmm. and that has always been a safe space for everyone and not not just for for our clients but also for instructors as well for rave studio i i've always focused on uh reaching people who haven't tried intercycling or who are not even part of any fitness studio or uh, or any fitness group because i i believe that there are a lot more people out there who haven't discovered how fun it is to be part of a group exercise, specifically indoor cycling. So mm -hmm. uh, for, for I, I think that's what more or less makes us different uh, co compared to the other studios, aside from the price, aside from you know the, the other things that, that makes us apart from them. It's really the community that we're trying to build. And, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm very proud also that in terms of the kind of workout that we offer, uh, a lot of people are very much, uh, you know, sur surprised, I guess, uh, they, and, or, or more or less, they're, they're very much amazed on how we do our indoor cycling workouts. And a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of their past experiences in uh, indoor cycling is just more focused on, on, on cardio, mostly focused on lower body workouts. But the way Tin developed the program for Rave Studio, it's really a full body workout. We would hear a lot of feedback from our clients that they weren't expecting that it will literally be a full body workout because they were just expecting a lot of leg work but a lot of our clients would give us uh, feedback about the, the program that that Tim developed for Rave Studio and it's something that we're very very proud of. Uh, while we do our indoor cycling, Tim is handling indoor cycling, at the same time we also offer circuit and it's circuit, uh, yes. we are the only indoor cycling studio that offers the, these two group exercises. And, and just a background, these two group exercises are something that I'm very fond of doing myself. So that's why I put them together. I remember back then, just, just, just to share, uh, before I started Rave Studio, I would go to two different studios. One is uh, doing, uh, one is where I do my indoor cycling. The other one is where I, I do my circuit. And uh, I would buy packages from both studios and then I would go, depends on my mood. So I wanted to merge these two exercises together since Rave Studio more or less started uh, started as a passion project for me. So I wanted to make sure that we're able to cater to people who want variation in their workouts. If they, will, they want to do indoor cycling, there's just one room for that. If they wanted to do circuit uh, circuit training, who's, you know, more focused on muscle toning, 
they they could just go to a to a different room, but they're all housed in the same studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been very successful for us actually. Uh, we have a lot of clients who are jumping between circuit and indoor cycling from time to I time. Agree. And uh, it it's really it, it was really our goal. So we're really able to offer. Uh, uh, we're really able to offer a more more variations in terms of workouts, and you know, if uh, for for clients, we believe that if there's a safe space for them, they really wanted to do everything in that safe space. And since we offer these two two workouts in one safe space, uh, I think that's what really makes us uh, what uh, that what makes us really different uh, compared to other studios. And we really exactly. make sure that our instructors are are, are very much uh, well trained, not only in terms of the credibility not only in terms of the the technicalities of doing the workouts we, we made sure that they would uh you know sh- uh welcome our clients they they would make our clients feel uh they, they would accommodate our, our clients they would feel them included in the community so, so mm-hmm. i think that's really what makes us uh, a lot different from other studios that's true i have to agree that uh one of the what, what's unique about brave is that we aren't just indoor cycling we made sure that we also provide the circuit training, which is good for body toning, so that people can jump from cardio to actually toning themselves by doing circuit. And we also have very good instructors, well-trained instructors, that can help them all throughout the, the, the class and the training. That's also one good thing about us, that especially with our circuit instructors, they are very accommodating, and they would always make sure that you are safe Although, because the workout alone is very challenging, right? And if you're giving me an intimidating vibe, then I don't think it's ever going to work for, for, for me as a student. So that's one thing that we offer. I mean, that's one thing about Wave. Uh, we have friendly instructors, well-trained instructors, and the community that we built, was it, it's really something that um, people can confidently be part of because we basically embrace everyone as if they are our family and i i just love that a lot about the type of community that we build but you know i wanted to ask um i have two more two last two questions left um how is it going now uh with brave studio despite of the pandemic well uh obviously i think it was uh uh businesses are not in you know good good shape because of the pandemic I think mm-hmm. uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of businesses are really struggling, and of course, mm-hmm. Rave Studio is not uh, not um, you know not not immune to that as well. As I mentioned, the the vision for Rave Studio is to be able to create a safe space for them, and I guess a lot of a lot of our clients or a lot uh, uh, a lot of our clients who are with us in the studio or and also clients that we just met online virtually. Uh, they, I think they, they would agree that they found a, a safe space with us, and I guess that yes. makes, that makes us able to sustain the the online or the virtual classes that we've been doing, and more or less uh, for us to be able to survive this pandemic, we've you know started rented out, uh, renting out our equipment, so specifically our bikes, we've rented out our bikes. Uh, and and even you you go around the different studios uh our rates for bike rental is the friendliest out there mm-hmm. and we we offer re, uh discounted rates for for uh bike rental extensions uh extensions as well and uh the reason why our prices are uh, really really competitive is uh you know aside from uh 
uh, our vision to be able to offer uh, affordable fitness. We also don't want to, you know, um, take advantage of the situation exactly. and just make money out of it. We just wanted to make sure that we're able to continue with our mission of creating a safe space for everyone. As long as more or less our staff or instructors are getting paid, uh, we're, we're not really focused on profit right now. We just want to be able to create a, a safe space for more people. And, and um, aside from the equipments that we're renting, you know, uh, I, I noticed a lot of our clients all, already started purchasing their own bikes. So mm -hmm. we offer virtual classes and, you know, be, uh, those who have bikes at home can just purchase these packages so that they would have access yeah, to their virtual Yeah, the classes. access for the month. That's true. So like if you have, yeah. uh, if they have, they have their own personal bikes or they bought a bike, they can still access the class with us. And... Oh, sorry, how much is that? Well, that was fifteen hundred, right, per month. Uh yes, that's that's uh one four nine nine for uh twenty eight day access. So that's more or less four weeks. We okay, spent right. a lot of you know, in making sure that we give the best experience to our clients and and uh with our current setup, I think we really perfected it because uh we, we never get any negative feedback anymore feedback. about our setup. And a lot of our clients really enjoy our setup already. And I think a yeah. testament of that is you know, our, our, our classes are getting big. And I'm, I'm also very, very happy for us. I think right now our minimum students, uh, right now we have a, a very good base number of students and we just keep yeah. doing every, every class. Now, I'm going to go through the last question because we are a little over time here. Um, I'll just say as a young professional, as a young business owner, what would you advise someone if they are planning to start their own business? Uh, the advice that I would give most importantly for those who are planning to start their own business, especially if it will involve you know, working with a lot of people, is to make sure you surround yourself with the right people. I, I know it sounds so cliche, but uh, it really, it really um, the, the people around you really matters. A lot of successful entrepreneurs are uh, out there would already tell you other things like make sure you plan ahead, make sure you have a good solid marketing plan, things like that. But, you know, these are the basics, right? But probably not a lot of entrepreneurs out there would tell you to surround yourself with the right people. And I've always believed in making sure that I surround myself with the right people. And I'm no specifically for indoor cycling this is really not in terms of the technical things this is really not my expertise but uh, i surrounded myself with the right people like like tin for example she's uh, really the one who's taking care of making sure that we we, we uh, deliver good pro uh, good service to our clients we, she's the one uh, in charge of developing our workouts and you know training our instructors and uh, she's really the perfect person for for rave studio so uh, because I have ten, I'm I, I'm able to unload that uh, stress about you know being able to come up with with a good good class for our clients. Mm -hmm. So you know things like this, things that you, you feel like uh, things like you you feel like don't matter. They really matter in the long run. You know what I I agree with that, and I think it applies with life in general. In fact, this is on my Instagram bio. I am a firm believer that. You have to surround yourself with people who want to see you win. That's exactly my bio on Instagram. Because if you have people doubting you, if you have people questioning the things that you are doing, um, especially if you're just trying to grow, um, it's just not the right people. 
try to cut loose with them move forward because you would always find the right ones that will stick by your side and that will support you and that will always be proud of you whether you fail or you succeed they're always going to be there to support you and you're right that really applies not only in business but in with our lives so again thank you so much for sharing um your time and a bit of a background about rave studio and thank you for giving us the best piece of advice that uh, you apply with Rave. And actually, yeah, that's what I was going to add. Apart from making sure that you have uh, the right people around you, I think one of the main tools of putting up your own business is it has to be something that you really love. So you said uh, several times you fall, you fell in love with indoor cycling. And if you, know, if, if you weren't in love with it, you would have given up a long time ago because you just don't trust yourself anymore you just don't have enough passion to go for it but you love it so much and that's why no matter how much hiccups you had you're still there and you still pushed for it so i guess that's one thing i could add as well so again thank you so much ian we're gonna end it there but uh i really appreciate your time and um, I hope we can do another one because Ian is also a well-traveled person. So maybe we can touch that particular uh, um, topic and then we're going to see him again with the, here in our podcast. So my pleasure. And thank you so much for saying yes to be my first ever guest. This means a lot to me. Of course, anytime. Just text me. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Ian. Again, that's Ian Villaruel, the founder of Rave Studio, a brand ambassador, and a good friend of mine. Thank you so much, Ian, and have a great night. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Good night. Bye.